0: All right. Good morning. Sorry for uh, the lateness. It's okay. Apologize. Thanks for being on time. What's the minimum amount of, of skilled players you feel like you need to go into a game? The minimum amount. Um, well, I tell you this. Uh, a lot of our players, just like offensive linemen, are versatile. So they can play either X or Z or they can move from outside to inside. And then then you factor in somebody like a Darren Sproles uh, who can play running back. He can also play a slot receiver. So there's some versatility there. I mean, typically, as you guys know, we we, we carry, you know, five on game day usually. um, And and usually your fourth and fifth guys are usually special teams guys, you know, in that case. Um, You know, but uh, if you had... You know, minimum if you had three skill guys, your two tight ends or three tight ends, and, and a guy like Darren Sproles who can factor in, you you can definitely make things work. Do you have enough uh, healthy players to field a, a forty six man? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's
1: Heck a number yeah. of, of
0: I mean you can just do the math, but it do not participate guys, guys who could potentially yeah, out. Yeah, we have like seven days before we you know play games, so we got all this time in between to get healthy and, and all that. So yeah, we have plenty of guys. Is yeah. it too early to rule out Alshon, Dallas, and Deshaun at this point, or are you still optimistic that they can practice today and perhaps play a role? Yeah, today? I'm still optimistic. I will say this, Deshaun will be out of this game, um, obviously. But uh, the other two, I'm optimistic. We'll see today. Um, and then, obviously, uh, wait till, wait till game day. Hey Doug, with the Lions, uh, Matt Patricia's second season. When you think back to your first season here, did it take a little bit of time sort of get your identity on the team Do you see that developing with the Lions in year two? I, I see that with them uh, you go back and watch tape from a year ago to now I mean you, you, you see this team obviously from an execution standpoint on tape and then and then how well they're they're moving around and flying around knowing their assignments and, and being uh, being where where they've been coached to be you know on tape and, and, and positioning so uh, you see that from year one to year two and and how fast and how how uh, uh, eager, these guys that these guys are playing, and uh, just the confidence level that they're playing with. Doug Fletcher Cox mentioned yesterday that he feels better probably now than he did his first two weeks. Have you seen that in practice this week that he looks like maybe more of himself? Yeah, and you know, with him missing a little time there in, in training camp and 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 all of that, I think I think he's getting his legs under him and and um, you know his body's feeling good and and uh, you see the explosiveness. Um, you know, not only last week in the game, but but in practice. So, uh, And I think a lot of guys are in that situation. Doug, you spoke about in Carson's first few years about uh, you would have to, when watch a film, maybe remind him about protecting himself, maybe run out here, maybe slide here, maybe throw the ball away there. At, at this point, though, in his career, um, do you just accept that this is this is who he is and, and, and that those points don't really need to be repeated to him because he understands? Um well, we understand who he is, uh, but but we still have those conversations, you know. And we still communicate that. I mean, I think that's important. Uh, whether it's Carson or Josh, you know, Nate, Kyle, whoever's playing, uh, we still have to have those conversations and just just as friendly reminders to them um, to protect themselves. What, what is, how receptive is he? To he's that? been like, he's like, been awesome. Like, yeah, yeah no, he's, like, he's been he's been great to that, and and uh, you know, it's something that uh, um, you know he's had to work on it. Um, but uh, he's been very receptive and open, and uh, it's making him better. In his career, Jordan Howard's had a certain level of workload that he hasn't had in the first two games here. Do you have to check in on him, make sure he's buying in and still okay with the amount you give him? Um, yeah, I mean, we check in on all our players, but uh, Deuce does a great job of handling that room and, and managing those guys. And and now that we're you know we're down a guy with Corey uh, at this point. Um, you know, their workloads will, will increase, obviously. And, and uh, you know, we brought him here for a reason. Long season, you know, we're just kind of getting off the ground. So uh, we should see, hopefully see more of him. So with, with another game coming up on Thursday, like how much do you take that into account, you know, when deciding about guys like Alshon or Dallas or some <coughs> other guys? Yeah, right? I mean, it's tricky. Um, you know, you got, you got a couple games here um, pretty pretty quick. Um, so you you got to be careful. I mean, because, you know, really with the season being this young, and this early, uh, with a lot of ball left, you got to be smart. But at the same time, if they can they can help us and give us something, uh, I, you know, I, I want that too. You know, for the football team. Um, but uh, you know, we take all that into consideration when we make these, uh, you know, game time decisions. You've made you've made uh, mid season changes at left guard each of the last two seasons. Isaac didn't have his, his best game against Atlanta. How do you know when it's time to to make a switch? It's not time. How do you know when it is? You know, I, I think I think you just if it if it. Here's what I know: um, everybody's gonna have a bad game, right? Um, one game does not decide somebody's season. I mean, am I supposed to bench Nelly for dropping a pass, or Zach Ertz for not getting the first down, or you know what I'm saying? I mean, you just you're not gonna do that. Um, it not it's not gonna define Isaac. It's not gonna you know define our season. So, um, one game to me. Uh, doesn't doesn't determine if we need to make a move at, at any position on the team. So when you've done it in the past, was it is it more cumulative? Than- if you go back to my first year with Nelly, for instance, it was, it was cumulative. It was it was over multiple weeks and just to separate him at that time and, and how he's recovered and, and, and bounced back from that. So it's it's definitely uh, for me it would be have to be a repetitive thing um, or an injury thing. But uh, in this case, got so much trust and ability and, and skill, in Isaac, not at all. As far as your desire to play more 12 personnel this season, was was that based on how you like the way the offense functions from that look, or to get Dallas on the field more? Yes. Which one? Both. Both. Okay. So, so I, and, and and the reason I ask is is when Dallas is not in there, do you still like 12 personnel, or is that merely a way to play Dallas? Um, well, yeah, it is a way to play Dallas. It's a way to play both he and Zach, obviously. Um, and sometimes, you know, we have to go in and we start game planning for teams. Uh, you know, matchups become big, as you know. And so are they playing a big nickel on defense? Are they playing their base defense, a regular nickel? Uh, what, what are they doing structurally on defense? And how can that... And that's just not in the passing game. That that helps us in the run game, you know, when, when they got a little bit lighter, smaller box. So um, those things we take into consideration. Obviously, we want Dallas on the field as much as we can, but we also know we got three good skill guys on the perimeter that we want on the field at the same time. So, you know, it is a balancing act. Uh, we take all that into consideration each week um, because they're all explosive and dynamic players. What is it about, what is it about Stafford that uh, he's got, like, He's in the top ten of fourth quarter comebacks, you know, of uh, NFL players. What is it about him? What qualities are there that that make him, you know, that that type of guy? Yeah, I think you know he's obviously developed over time. You know, being being a leader of that football team and playing the quarterback position. Um, as we know, his his arm strength is 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 really good. Uh, being able to you know, especially at the end of games, being able to make all the throws. Um, you know, he has the capability of extending plays with his legs once he's out of the pocket. Uh, and and just has a has a mentality of winning. I mean, that's just he's a, he's got a demeanor of, of finishing football games, and uh, he did that to us, you know, a few years back. And um, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, with with the, with these types of guys, these quarterbacks, these good quarterbacks like this, it's a, you know, you got to play for 60 minutes, and and you got to you got to continue to, um, you know, play each down. You can't can't lose your focus on any any one particular play, and uh, these guys will find a way to beat you if they can. When you uh, evaluate quarterbacks, how, how do you quantify toughness, and and how do you balance you know being tough versus being well? I, of I, think, I think there's, I mean, when you're talking from a physical standpoint, not yeah, a mental, yeah, not a mental you don't standpoint. Taking, you know, take hits. Well, the the stuff them. you can obviously check that on tape. You know, you watch games and, and you see them take shots. Do they stay in the next play or are they coming out? Obviously, you know, through our medical staff, you can check. You know history of injuries um, you know things like that and then and then really just how um, how do they respond after being hit uh, in a game you know uh, what does the coordinator or the play caller call the next time or the next play after taking a shot um, are they going straight to the run or you know is he putting it right back in the same way with maybe throwing an interception are you gonna put it right back in the air um, or are you gonna run the football so there, there's ways of checking that, um, and then really too when you're when you're visiting with these kids, uh, coming out of college, and you're talking to them, you, you just have a sense that this guy has a uh, has a demeanor about him and a toughness about him that you like. Was, uh, earlier in the week, Mike Rowe, talking about Miles Sanders. Maybe sometimes you'd like to see the foot in the ground a little bit more quickly. Uh, do you think that's fair? Have you seen some uncertainty from him, and you just think that's an experience thing? Or- it's a fair statement. Um, it's experience comes to experience, uh, and, and we, he and I spoke during the during the week of practice this week, and and just I was just kind of just kind of going back through a couple plays in the game, and he, and he, once he saw it on tape, he and he knew it. He even knew it in game last week. Um, you know, I think JP got a hold on one that he, he bounced outside, and listen, holes in our league, the hole isn't going to be you know, where you can drive a truck through it. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. And so, you know, he has the ability to slither through there and that's what we want him to do and, and want we want him to see that and that just comes with, with more time on the field, you know, more snaps, more reps. you mentioned a guy like uh, Alex Ellis, you know, promoted him from the practice squad and everything.
1: You know, if he has to
0: play on Sunday God or can't make it I mean like what kind of things do you expect from him? I mean what what's he been like going from practice squad to the roster and yeah. back You know, and and that's a challenge for him, you know, to be in and out and back in, but uh, he's handled it extremely well. Uh, This is a tough kid. We saw that in preseason when we brought him in some of the tough plays he made, the tackles he made on special teams and it caught our attention right away there. Uh, He's a tremendous worker in practice. Uh, he studies the game plan, and, and you know, if he gets an opportunity this week, I mean, we've got him in spots to, you know, um, obviously the, the, the blocking part where you lose if Dallas can't go, for instance. I mean, he, he kind of replaces that just a little bit. Um, and then he has a role on special teams, you know, so um, he, he's, he's a core team player that, uh, you know, he's got that body type that, that Dave Phipp likes and we like on special teams. and. Um, you know you can you can win games with guys like that cuz they they may sometimes they may not be always the most talented but they got a lot of heart, determination, will, desire and and they want to they want to succeed and and that's who Alex is. Okay.